This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show fortunate to have my buddy randy winkler hey tony how are you real good and yourself good i got a um i had a conversation this week with, with uh you know our marketing department and they said well what do you guys think about doing a video podcast as well they said so many people are doing you know you can watch it on video and i said boy i don't know you know i feel like i have a, a voice and i feel like i have a face for audio podcast <laughs> not video but I don't know. Maybe maybe we're gonna have to try already. Yeah, I've seen a few out there that are interesting. It adds another dimension when you can bring up, you know, video or you can uh, show right. show you know draw. On the, you like to draw on the screen. Yeah, I think yeah, that might yeah. be fun. Yeah, it could be a ton of fun, but something we're thinking about. But great topic this week. I think timely topic and you know volatility. I, I think we're all feeling it. If you've had money invested in the stock market since 2020, you've certainly felt the market volatility in a matter of a few years. You saw stocks come crashing down in March and April of 2020. In fact, it was the fastest drop in history, faster than the Great Depression, but also faster by followed, excuse me, by the fastest recovery, right? And then we saw some up years. Twenty, you know, 2020 ended up being pretty good. 21 ended up pretty good, and then last year wasn't so great. Um, so, so it's been a big swing, but in today's show, we want to talk about some critical things to think about and ask yourself before you make investments that involve your retirement funds. And a lot of times these types of concepts may seem simple, but they're extremely powerful when it comes to preserving your hard-earned retirement savings from the stock market volatility or the Wall Street roller coaster. So if the uncertainty has you rattled, you don't want to miss today's show. So sit back, relax. You know, I think stock market downturns, Randy, are frightening, but we know they're inevitable. They do happen, and in some senses, they're even healthy for the markets. I know it doesn't feel like that, but they are. And one of the best things you can do to be prepared for these downturns is to have a financial plan already in place. If you don't have a plan, that's something that we help people with. That process is complimentary. We'd love to assist you with that at retirementreadyshow.com. But as we think about these volatile periods, Randy, the more natural it can be to kind of start to question if it's even a good idea to invest in stocks. We work with folks that are in retirement, near in retirement. You know, we've all met the clients that have everything in CDs or sitting in cash at the bank, you know, and then you have some other risks, especially in inflationary environments like today. So it really boils down to understanding that. And maybe the starting point is kind of thinking, Randy, about, you know, what is market volatility? What are we talking about? Yeah, market volatility is the market goes up and the market goes down. And uh, I've heard once that it goes up two days out of three, but it's not predictable like that. It could be down for a year or two, and then it could be up for a decade. So it, it moves around and that and it it's very interesting. It creates um, something for people on the news to talk about. Uh, some people can make it overly dramatic. But if you have a plan, that's what's expected. We, we talk a lot about the retirement roadmap and we like to use analogies, but if we talk about you know travel and having a plan, you have a destination in mind, 
and you're, let's say you're, you're driving up to, to northern Wisconsin and you're going to do some fishing and you've got your, your road mapped out. Well, maybe there's some construction and maybe there's some uh, delays. You've got a detour. You know, the weather is slowing things down. You're still going to make it to your destination. It's just going to maybe the path might change. It might take a little bit longer. You might be, hey, we're going 20 miles over the speed limit now. So when we have a plan, we know where we're going and we're prepared for the changes. We talk about having a GPS, you know, we, we just, you tell it where you want to go and the path changes. So to take advantage of the fluctuations and the volatility in the, in the um, market can be very good. But if you don't have a plan, then it's kind of out of context. Hey, my account is down. I'm down 20%. I'm down 30%. What does it mean? You know, a lot of times you hear people in the media, again, trying to be dramatic. They'll say things like, oh, the market is bad or, or, or many things are bad. I like to look at it as, is it appropriate or inappropriate based on your goal? If you've got a, you're planning for a 30 year retirement, it's very appropriate to have some of that money in the market to get the growth you're not going to get anywhere else. It's not appropriate to have everything there because you're going to need some money in the short term. So then put the money in the bank. Some people say, oh, banks aren't good. Well, banks aren't appropriate if you want to make a lot of money, but it's a great place to preserve money and have things on hand. So taking a look at, at all of those different things, using the appropriate vehicle for what you're trying to accomplish, I think you're less concerned, you're less, watch, you're less watching the market on a daily basis to think, what, what mood am I going to be in today? Am I up or down? Is the market up or down? It's like, no, that's just part of the plan. It's factored in. We're taking advantage of it. And I, you know, I wish we had a dollar for every time we say that four letter word plan, right? Because <laughs> so many of the various questions that come up, challenges in retirement, risks in retirement, really do boil down to having a plan and, and just really understanding what you're trying to accomplish and, and how to deal with that. Because there are various risks in retirement, but the reality is most of them are manageable if they're managed in a plan, right? So having that plan becomes so critically important. And, and I think too, Randy, when we think about it, you know, there's some common Wall Street advice that can sometimes be dangerous. And Wall Street has some pretty standard things that they say over the news. You hear it quite a bit. You know, unfortunately for some, it can be especially dangerous to follow, you know, what is typically presented as this conventional wisdom. And you, you've heard it before, right? Just trust your diversification. Don't have all your eggs in one basket. As long as your money's spread between different asset classes like stocks and bonds, just sit tight. You're in it for the long haul. Weather the storm, right? We can come up with all the terrible uh, sayings that people say. And then other folks say, well, be ready to buy the dips. Market crashes are just buying opportunities. After all, this is how Warren Buffett and other famous investors got rich, right? Well, you know, Warren Buffett also has the benefit of having a couple billion in cash laying around, right? So he has a safe bucket to get through the, the calm times and take advantage of these opportunities. And then you hear focus on the long term, right? The 2020 COVID-related market crash is a great example. Say you had $1,000 invested in an exchange-traded fund or an ETF that tracked the S&P 500. Such a fund would have lost more than 30% of its value during the spring of 2020. If you had sold, you would have locked in that 30% loss. But if you held on to it, you would have been completely recovered by August of 2020. So all you have to do is just not panic, right? Well, the flip side to that is it was a very dramatic drop, a very dramatic increase, but it wasn't a normal recovery period. Generally, recovery periods are closer to three years, two and a half, three years. So it was very different. And the problem with this advice might be useless or perhaps even dangerous 
depending on how close you are to retirement. By all means, if you're 10 plus years away from retirement, this advice can be followed. But I want to give you two conditions where if they both apply to you, I suggest you be very careful with the advice you're following for dealing with market volatility. And this advice is if you're retired or soon will be, and if you need some of the money you have invested in the market to pay your monthly bills. If all or most of your income is tied to the market ups and downs, it's going to be very, very difficult. And that's not a position you want to be in retirement. We say it, if I said it once, I've said it a hundred times, Randy, I want people to be happy, safe, and secure in retirement. I want them to sleep well at night. To do that, you need to have a plan, oftentimes having a safe income bucket, a bucket that can provide our income needs for the next 10 to 15 years that isn't subject to market ups and downs can really bring about that peace of mind. Because then you can, in essence, in a way, you bought time back on your side, right? Because I have that safe bucket. I don't have to worry about the market's ups and downs. So that can be a very simple way to solve this. But I think, Randy, you, people do need to ask themselves, is time on your side or is it working against you? Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, Sign up for educational, no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now, back to the podcast. And, and people that don't have a plan, uh, Brad Allen, our, our buddy who normally is with us, uh, he says, do you have a portfolio or do you have a plan? Most people have a portfolio and don't have a plan. And to use our travel analogy again, that would be like working, going to a travel agent and say, okay, let's, let's decide on the plane or the Greyhound bus or the, or the, the uh, Uber. And once you got that nailed down, okay, we're good. It's like, well, wait a minute, they, you would never do that. You're like, where are you going? So when you determine the destination, where do you want to go? And you know, what does retirement look like for you? Then you can go and talk about the vehicle that's going to get you there. And every once in a while we see it. And I always think these are, these are, I'd like to see the expression on someone's face when we say, you know what, based on your incomes you have coming in from pensions and social security, based on your expenses, you can bury your money in the backyard and you're going to be absolutely fine. You don't have to be in the market. Now that's rare, but most people that are they're just, they're, they're chasing returns. They never look and say, okay, what do I need? Other people have got all their money in the bank and say, okay, you're not going to have enough to make it to your destination. We need to be in a different vehicle. So determining the, the destination before the vehicle and then knowing what are going to be the ups and downs. If we're going to Disney World from Milwaukee, you could take a plane or you could take a Greyhound. One's going to be a little bumpier, but get you there quicker. You know, one's going to be smoother, but take a little bit longer. So those are the conversations that you have, because it's not what we're telling you you should do. It's like, what are you comfortable with and what are the pluses and minuses? And that all comes down to planning. Yeah, I think that's really important. And, and there's three, I alluded to it earlier, but I think there's three big questions you want to ask yourself because retirement really is a period in your life when you want to have some fun, you want to do all those things you dreamed about doing, you know, kind of live out those dreams that you put money aside for. But having uh, too much of your retirement savings at risk in a stock market can really put a damper on those plans. Again, it's sometimes taking risk you don't need. Randy, I, I've used the analogy you know, I've used sports analogies, but but essentially, I've met hundreds and hundreds of families over the years where we do a deep analysis and we can tell them confidently they're not going to outlive their money. 
but they're taking risk in retirement where they could lose 20, 30, 40, 50%. And that would change the answer. And the question is, at this stage in life, does that make sense to be taking that type of risk when you've already won the retirement income game? I would argue probably not. And oftentimes when people go to a Wall Street broker or advisor to find themselves being influenced to take more risk, then maybe they're even comfortable taking. Knowing your risk number is really critical. That's a complimentary process with us. We'll help you understand emotionally how much risk you're comfortable taking. And then we'll compare it to your current portfolio to see how much risk you are taking. And when times are good and market's going crazy, no reason to question that risk, right? Because everything's good. You open your statements, plus, 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 plus. Everything's looking great. But once the roller coaster kind of reaches that peak and starts to head down, the further and faster the drop, the more it becomes apparent that the retirement plan might not be as solid as they, as someone thought. So, Randy, first question I think folks should ask themselves is, are there lower risk alternatives that can accomplish the same objective? Yes, you don't need to. I, I like to joke with the, the travel. It's like, okay, there's a there's a credit union right across the street from our office. And I say, well, you could take a plane there from here, but why have the risk and the expense? And also, why, again, why we take more risk? Why do we need to um, have a, a really fast vehicle to get us someplace that we can get to on a, in a slower vehicle? Um, why, why have that risk? So measuring the risk that you're comfortable with and the risk that you need to take uh, is very telling. And, uh, and our, our scoring system we use is from one to 99 and it actually is on a speed limit sign. And I think that really goes along with our retirement roadmap. If you're taking too much risk, you might get in a wreck. If you're taking not enough, you might get run over by somebody behind you that's going faster. So finding the appropriate risk that works with your, not only your tolerance, but your capacity you know, some people have a very high risk tolerance, but they don't have a high capacity, and some have the have, uh, the the opposite of that. But checking in on that, measuring it, it's kind of like taking your temperature. Switching from the travel analogy to the doctor, you know, it's like, okay, are, are we are we at ninety eight point six, or are we at a hundred, or are we at ninety four? You know, we'll check in and say where are we at. You really know. important. I, I think another question people have to ask too is how much can you afford to lose, right? Because there are, especially in retirement, if you think about it when you're working. You know, hopefully you're living off your income less than your income, so you're saving, right? So you don't have to worry so much about the portfolios. But now in retirement, not only are we not adding to them anymore, but oftentimes we're taking money out to supplement Social Security or maybe you're fortunate to have a pension. And that's where we start, you know, to run into that big fear that almost every retiree has, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? And the question is, how much can you afford to lose before the answer to that question changes? Right. I, I may have mentioned this story on the, the podcast before, but I, I saw a speaker one time. He was talking about long-term care, and we got into kind of some other areas. But he said that, he goes, are you aware that more people have died coming down Mount Everest than on the way up? Which I thought was kind of interesting. And he said, well, because on the way up, if you fall, you fall into the mountain, and you can recover. Is that when you're coming down, you're falling away, and you've also let your guard down a little bit. And uh, the analogy that came up was it's like retirement. If you've got a, a bear market, you've got a, a downturn in the market, and you've got time to recover, you know, you're okay. Once you're in retirement, maybe you've let your guard down and say, hey, we made it, we're good. You don't quite, you don't have the time frame, you don't have the, the, um, 
probably not taking the, the appropriate risk if that if you're you know falling down. So taking another look at it when you switch from the you know, accumulation phase of life to the preservation and distribution phase, it gets a lot more complicated or in our terms interesting um, at right. that point. <laughs> And I, you know, it may be Randy the last, but maybe most important thing is to think about how these losses might affect your ability to pay your living expenses, not just tomorrow, but, you know, retirement now is lasting 20, 30, 40 years for people, you know, and what are you going to do 20 years down the road? You know, are we putting ourselves at risk of running out of money? And when it, when it comes to solving some of these problems, I think it's really important to focus on what you can control. So many brokers and advisors have this unbound confidence in the stock market's ability to provide great investment returns over the long haul. And because of that reason, despite all the periods of market corrections, bear markets, cycles of negative returns, the S&P 500 has posted average annual total returns of approximately 10% over the last 90 years. The problem is for retirees and those close to retirement is that during this time, there have been long periods of significant market declines that have taken years and years to recover. Again, I think that's why the big drop in 2020 has given some people false confidence because it dropped but was fully recovered in about four months. That's not normal. Closer, it's really closer to 2.7, close to three years is your average recovery. You can't control the ups and downs. So you have to ask yourself about time. You have to look at your fees. Tax planning is an important way to extend the longevity of your portfolio. But it boils back, Randy, to having that plan. Right. Back uh, since 1980, the stock market has averaged an uh, intra-year drop of 14%. So that's average. You know, so a lot of people think, oh, man, that's those are big numbers. Well, that might be one year we're down 30 and the next year we're not down at all. And I sometimes get a laugh out of people when I say we can tell you the stock market averages, but there's no such thing as an average year. You don't go, well, this was an average year in the market. We got exactly 7.8 percent. You know, if you look at some of those charts, it just looks crazy how many. Uh, and there's one that that's in a piece called the J.P. Morgan Guide to the Markets that we like to show people. And it shows I call it the uh, optimism, uh, the optimist pessimist test, because it shows a red dot for the low point for every year. And there's a red dot on every year. And then it shows a bar where the market ended. And in many cases, it's it's double digits. So if you're looking at it, it's like, wow, every year is bad because there's a down point. And like, oh, most of the years are good because they're, they're up dramatically. Having uh, that factored into your plan that we don't know exactly what's gonna happen, but over time, it becomes a little bit more predictable. And we can take advantage of those fluctuations in the market. There's buying opportunities when the market's down. There's a lot of tax strategies that are very beneficial when the market's down. So taking a look at that, and, and you don't need to have a crystal ball, but you need to have a plan and have a team that's looking out for you down the road. Like, hey, wait a minute, you know, the estate planning attorney saying, hey, we got a, we got a, a flag over here. We got to take, we got to slow down a little bit and take a look at this. And the the, the tax planning team is saying, hey, based on this, we have this great opportunity. Or, oh, watch out. We got a we got a tripwire over here. We want to make sure we avoid that. So having that whole team working on your plan for you is, is really important. And that's really what we've tried to create here is where you don't have to go to different companies to get that, where we can bring that team approach together. But I like your idea of having proactive advice. Right. I always say it's not the direction of the wind, it's the set of the sail. Every type of economic kind of condition is going to provide different opportunity. Simple example, if you think back to COVID, March of 2020, market dropped 30% in a record period of time. 
and, and your advisor, he or she, the reason they were calling you, they were likely calling you, telling you to do a Roth conversion. The reason they were doing that, simple numbers, imagine your IRA was 100000 and it dropped to seventy. If we converted it at that point, you paid taxes on 70000 not one hundred. And then what happened in a four-month period was very rapid growth, and that recovered and continued to grow, and that all came back income tax-free. 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 <laughs> I love it. So that's exactly why the advisor was telling you to do that. So that's a simple recent example of opportunities, even in what might perceive, be perceived to be negative, negative time periods. But at the end of the day, Randy, it does come down to having a plan. I believe my job is to help people sleep well at night. If you're a client of ours and you're up worrying about the market, when we're going through these volatile volatile times and we haven't served you well, then we need to go back and take another look at the plan so you understand we have this safe bucket, income safe and secure for 10 to 15 years. We're keeping the risk bucket within your risk tolerance. We know your risk number, and we're keeping that at a level that, that, that you can sleep at night. You know, I really don't think at this stage in life you want to be up worrying about your portfolio. That's not what you've worked all these decades for. We appreciate you tuning in. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.